also see an identification taking place, almost like watching somebody drown. How do you cut that identification process when you see it, to see it happening? You want to be able to like, in the moment of, of being mindful of the identifying process, you're not identifying. Because mindfulness and identification with something do not arise together. Uh, as, as another example, in the moment of being mindful of anger, you're not angry. Right? But it's a very quick process. The mind is arising and passing many, many, many times a moment. And so, when the mindfulness is not strongly sustained, you can slip in and out of the identification and then the noticing of it and then being identified again. It's, it's almost like... Um, you could think of a state in which we're identified, whether it's a thought or an emotion, as being a cloud in the mind. And every moment of mindfulness is like just poking another hole, you know, in that cloud. And when there are enough holes in it, it doesn't have the power to hold together. The whole thing just disperses. So when you're going through something, whether it's a repetitive thought pattern or an emotion that's hanging in there for a while, in the moment of mindfulness of it, you're not identifying with it. And when you have enough moments of mindfulness happening, interspersed with that particular experience, you'll see that it doesn't have the power to uh, remain. It really breaks up the solidity of it. Okay. As you get up and do the walking and come back to sit, you might do the practice with the reference point of the factors of enlightenment, the understanding or the realization that that's actually what's being cultivated. When you do the walking, it's not a movement exercise. And when you sit, it's not a breathing exercise. It's a factor of enlightenment exercise. And so if you have that in mind, it also it arouses an interest and a rapture and a mindfulness and all the factors of enlightenment. It sort of brings it together for you. Thank you. <coughs>